Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Welcome back with the Prophecies of John Hogue. His website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. We're even going to squeeze him for a Super Bowl pick a little bit later on. in the. I'm concerned, John, this year about Iran. I don't know why, but I feel that way. How about you? Yes, it's a the um, the conception of a war plan is is something that Nostradamus talks about. In fact, he talks quite in the clear about Iran as really the point, the focal point of any major war in the Middle East that it has global significance. And um, he even mentions the uh, a naval incident off the Kamara, which was the name of the Iranian side of the Strait of Hormuz. It talks about uh, fleets being melted and sunk in the Arabian Gulf, which is what it was called the Persian Gulf in those days in 16th century. Um, and it, one of the big factors that brings us to a greater danger is that in my book, The Great American Eclipse, I talk about how plans could be set in motion in August in America that would, uh, the year following, cause there to be a war. The We're now in the countdown of the last 120 days. 12th of June is when the president may decide to either extend or uh, the sanction uh, timeout or walk away from the, the deal, which would then bring us a few months into that August-September window. The other key factor in this is a significant new candidate for Nostradamus's third Antichrist that has emerged as the crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman of uh-huh. Saudi Arabia. I was wondering if that, his name was going to come up. Oh, it's, uh, it, you know, just when I was thinking, both with Iran and with the Mabus issue, which I've been studying for 25 years, like a uh, like a detective, I thought, well, maybe we dodged the bullet on those two. But here, after all of these major candidates, Saddam Hussein, Osama bin Laden, here we have a candidate that actually is the most formidable. He is the number one arms purchaser of the United States and the United Kingdom. He um, is he is uh, waging a brutal war against the Yemenis that hardly anybody hears about, and it kind of fits the uh, statement of Nostradamus about this man. He, he, there's this prophecy, uh, it's Quatrain 60 of Century 3. Back in 1555, he made this statement. He said, throughout Asia, great prohibiting of outlaws, which are these terrorists that is a link to other stuff he talks about. Even in Mystia, Lucia, and Pamphylia, those are those are areas of Asia Minor and Kurdistan and Iran and Iraq. Hmm. Those are the, uh, he says, blood will flow because of the absolving of a young, dark man filled with evil doing. If Muhammad bin Salman, who has been groomed by his sickly father, who's suffering strokes and... Right. And, and bypassed brothers, right? Yes. Well, not only that, there was a major purge that dropped out, crowded out the the crown prince that had 
other family ties to the direct bloodline of the current king. Uh, the plan is that the crown prince will become the king, and the current king will then become his advisor, sort of like in the scenes from the Bruce in in um, in Braveheart. Braveheart, yeah. And and that uh, this man is will be thirty three years old when he becomes king. He will be one of the youngest Arabian kings in history. He's still got some billionaire Saudis uh, held up either at the Ritz or now uh, Alawid, for example, is now in jail. And not only that, uh, he has also uh, arrested and sequestered uh, the people who oversaw royal protocol, oversaw the media, oversaw the major construction, oversaw the Air Force, the Army. It was a purge that happened late this year and also in around August uh, or of last year, uh, late in the last year this all happened. And uh, he has set the stage to stifle a coup d'etat of the 3,000 princes by putting himself in, in a position to become king. Right. And he is the one responsible for a lot of the craziness that's happened since King Abdullah died, the, uh, the financing of al-Qaeda and ISIS to fight in, against Syria, the, the, um, the uh, weird situation with oil that's uh, trying to destroy fracking industries in the United States. Um, it's kind of a global oil war. Um, that's all, and then this outrageous war, which he felt would last for two months, and now it's two years in Yemen. He's draining the coffers, so so he he is he's got the weapons, he's got the political backing of Israel and America as a triumvirate against Iran, and it's really a power play to take over. Uh, you know, these three are trying to vie for control of the region, and with this prophecy, it's simply saying that. He's absolved. He's absolved by, I would say, the West and leaders who look the other way at the incredible crimes. I mean, right now, as many as 7 million people, including 400,000 children, are, are at the verge of dying of starvation in Yemen because he's completely cut off and blockaded the, the northern Yemenis in their civil war. Um, there's the biggest cholera epidemic in history. is not hardly even talked about in the news. Uh, and American jets, American fueling jets, are regularly fueling the Saudi Air Force in its bombings of hundreds of schools, hundreds of of hospitals, freshwater systems. It's it's a war of genocide. That's hardly it's the biggest war in the world right now. It's hardly even being talked. No, nobody's about. talking about. It. So, are you saying he's the third Antichrist or a possible one? He's a possible candidate. I've seen now this will make the seventh candidate of uh, since I've been looking at this since the mid 1980s the seventh major candidate Are some still alive? No, well, yes, I guess uh because two of the candidates are actually people who were drawn into the Middle East who are not from the Middle East and that was President Bush and President Obama. Their names also translate into the enigma Mabus M A B U S. Um Ben Salman also follows the laws of anagram. I mean, if, if people want to see that it's tedious to go through it on a radio, but you can just go to hoagprophecy.com and see see that information there, how how these things decode. Um, and so Osama bin Laden of al-Qaeda was one major candidate. Uh, Al-Baghdadi, the caliph of Islamic State, was another. Um, and Saddam Hussein was another of the major candidates. But this one... 
has got my hackles up more than anyone else because he could be the catalyst of drawing America into fighting a war for other people's interests that would be uh, the first disastrous war of overreach of a declining empire, and it would be against Iran. Interesting take. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.